Fred Burkle break. Mm. Best snack Reagan after snack. crunchies. Crunchies, iron bridge, Fred Burkle. Mm-hmm. I love how there's basically just at least five minutes on there that's silence, but when, like you can hear us too. When you edit that, it's going to come. Hello, welcome to the CB Honest Podcast. Uh, this is episode I can't even remember, which is a good thing because it means it's number six. Well. It's number six. Yeah. I feel like if I keep introducing the, the number of the episode, I'll let you know. We'll be here for a while if I keep doing that forever. That's why I'm here for. This is episode 345. <laughs> Thank you for being here still. We're going to be publishing this at the end of the year or at Christmas time. And so, what we thought, myself and Emily, hi, Emily. Hi. Hi. Um, what we thought we'd do is a bit of a annual review, a review of 2022 um, from our perspective. It's pretty much standard, I think, in terms of um, <laughs> this sort of time of year to be looking back and being reflective. But I think it's something that we're pretty good at. In terms and I of think our... we're going to do it in a different way than... So yeah. I think yeah. we found a nice way to try recap this year. But you can explain the concept. Yeah. I think the concept is that we've got... Two questions that we both already know. We set those two questions up together. And then each one of us thought about three questions that we want to ask the other person. Which are going to be surprise questions. So I have no idea what you're going to ask me. And you have no idea what I'm going to ask you. We've started to do this recently. Ask each other questions or put things back on each other. And it actually works out quite well. So yeah. I quite like the balance of like yeah. knowing and not knowing. Um, I think it leads to some yeah some good things to talk about. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I I did try to do a little recap um on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, um so I went through photos and videos and like the the Instagram archive that you can look at, and I was like, holy shit, that was an intense year. <laughs> Honestly, at certain points, I was not able to continue. I was like, nope, nope, I'm not going to go back there again. It was really hard, so I'm hoping that the way that we are doing it now will be less triggering, but also more hopeful, more wholesome, more nicer, yeah. maybe. <laughs> we want to leave it on a good note, I think, for this, yeah. for this year. Like, it's always the same. You want, to, you want to look back and have good things. I think when we during this process, actually, of the podcast, it's been almost like the next stage in me kind of growing myself and like having this progression of myself and knowing who I am and I feel like in a lot of that journey it's been looking back at myself in different years and different moments and different yeah. modes and really having to a lot of it's been really cringy in terms of oh I can't believe you were like that um <laughs> your I think your recap is different for different reasons in terms of different emotions you've gone through but yeah it's kind of daunting to look back because you're worried about a bit about it what it's going to reveal but it gives you such a platform to know like where you're going to go to from there yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh definitely. And because I find it so hard to be in the present, looking back can be quite challenging. Um and not being too judgmental maybe even. Just look at it as memories that made you who you are now and not maybe judge too much and say like this was a bad moment, this was a good moment or something, but think about how that made you or yeah, helped you get to the point where we're here now, which is exactly. good, right? And where it's maybe going to take us um, next year. So, do you want to start with the general ones? With yeah, the, with, okay. let's ease into it. We'll call so them icebreakers. Wait, I'm going to check and see what we've got here. I say icebreakers, but 
like this whole thing's been very deep and I feel like they're not icebreakers, <laughs> they're like straight for the throat. This is There's a no tough question. There's no needed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I ask you the first one. Yes. So this is not a surprise one. This is one uh, that we thought of together. So you maybe already have an answer. Maybe not. We'll see. The question is, what is something that made you feel hopeful this year? What made me feel hopeful this year? I think that um, it's, it's, it's very related to the podcast, but it makes me feel hopeful to have found something that gives me confidence in my own voice. Um, it doesn't have to be a podcast. Like, that's a very new thing to me. And I'm not, I, it's not like everyone doing this exactly the same yeah. thing. But for me, I've always struggled with... I think I've always had a good sense of the fact that I want to um, express myself and, and get my personality out there and, like, be confident in, in who I am in a way that, like, can be shown to external people mm-hmm. outside of my very, very close-knit friends. And I keep mentioning, like, the, the sort of journey, if you like, to get to this podcast and being confident in the topic has been a lot of figuring out who I am in the present and figuring out, like, who, where I want to go and kind of giving myself a a platform that I feel like I'm building from authentically and so I think that coupled with this podcast has been that sense of I work in marketing I've always had a passion for storytelling always had a passion for doing things from other people's perspective yeah. like to get other people's stories out there and to celebrate that because I love them like I love the stories that I get to tell from a work perspective from a day-to-day perspective that's why I do it but actually having my own voice is very new mm-hmm. it's very intimidating it's still intimidating but having these conversations with you maybe because it is like it's just having a conversation with a friend but it like going back and seeing on spotify which is mad other podcast (laughs) platforms are available but you know having that it's like what the hell like that's mental it's really mad but it gives me a lot of hope that if i can find a platform or a way to express myself and to like have that ability to, to to do that that means that I feel like I can have more impact in the areas mm-hmm. of the world that I want to going forward because I can first and foremost put myself out there, yeah. which for me is a big first step. So that whole thing brought, your, brought yourself closer to who you are or who you might be or you're like finding your own voice, basically. That is a very big thing. I think it's finding my voice, exactly. And it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be through a, co- a podcast, but for me it has been through a podcast. Yeah. And the way that that literally literally through podcast, like what we're doing is so authentic to me and you. Like we're sharing ourselves every week, and it, that gives me the the confidence and the hope that if I can find my personal perspective and my personal place to speak, then I can tell more of my you know my own not my own story necessarily, but like from my own perspective, I can give more back to the world, yeah. or give things to the world. That because for me, I think a lot about how can we each as individuals like positively impact our environments and you know you think about what's your sphere of influence now I feel like my sphere of influence is growing because I have this podcast and whoever listens to it mm-hmm. I have an opportunity to get my um beliefs or my 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 hope for the world like kind of out there um and without going too deep into what that is like it just gives me a bit of like a it kind of gives it like a kickstart yeah. and the reason that I, I I love the word hopeful and why I feel like the podcast is hopeful is because it means that I can... It just generates more possibility for me in terms of what the future holds, and that's why it's been Lovely. my thing. This is an end-of-year episode, so I think it's going to get quite reflective like that, but that's the point. 
I'm going to ask you the same question back because that's what we agreed before that we would do. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think the thing that made me most hopeful about this year, about the future as well, is realising that whatever I decide to do for myself, even if that means closing doors, and I think closing doors has been a big topic for me this whole year, starting off um, in spring with friendships and then also continuing throughout the, throughout the year, um, ending relationships. It showed me that I am allowed to make decisions for myself and then also not only doors close, but also different doors open that I never even looked at before that I didn't think I have the keys for. I, I got to know so many nice people and so many great people that I'm that I haven't known for very long, like you, but also from uni. I kind of, once I close those doors, I'm finally opening myself up to people who are who genuinely like me for who I am and not for the person that they think I am. And I can finally be myself or people who make it easier to be myself. So that makes me very hopeful because that means that, firstly, I'm allowed to make decisions even if they're hard, but um, doing them for myself. And even if that means saying goodbye to people or putting up my boundaries and sticking to them. And that will make me feel lonely in the moment, but it will open up so many new doors that bring me to great places, great jobs, great friendships everything there have been so many lovely enjoyable moments this year um who I only got through meeting new people and that makes me very hopeful for the future because I can't wait how those friendships will develop and um that also makes me feel supported and loved and cared for and I think that's a very nice thing that's a lovely answer um (laughs) Yeah, I've said this to you before off podcast. I'm going to say it on podcast. Well, like for me, I think you're very brave, and I mean that in the sense of how because I know how much you've been through this year, and I I see how you go through it in a really positive way. Because not like positive in the sense that you know you're just being happy and you're you know you're doing it in a really real way, which is like you're figuring yourself out and you're willing to take that hard road. Um, Emily's crying, by the way. <laughs> in case you this is going to be a really long episode. <laughs> you might have to sit down for like five hours <laughs> listening to this. Um, but yeah, I just say that because I think it's worth noting. Like, Thank you. That, that bravery is, is, is for sure something that comes through with you. Um, and it's super cool to hear that you find that about yourself. So, yeah. I, don't, I not only find that by myself, I find it because I'm surrounded by people like you who allow me to be like that. Let's do the next one. What's the hardest thing you experienced this year? I'm going to take a, a break from talking about my self-discovery and like all this theoretical <laughs> stuff. I ran my second marathon this year and that was really difficult. It was really hard. It's very far. <laughs> it's a long way to run. It's the hardest thing because like physically that distance and that challenge, like I did it last year in Berlin, which was an incredible experience. And going into that, I didn't know what I was doing. So I had this like naivety around myself, which is yeah. like, yeah, cool. I'm like friends with people that run marathons for some reason and that's great and I'm going to do it. And I have the most amazing supportive friends. Like honestly, I love them to bits in terms of how they like 
convince me that I can do these things. And yeah. they don't, the fact that they don't question it when I say it is like, cool, okay, I'm just going to go and do it. They like, do believe in yeah, you. Yeah, they don't say, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you could never do that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, cool, of course, great. When are you going to run it? Like, it's that, which is mega. Um, so thank you. <laughs> um, but then going into this year, I knew what that was going to be. Um, and even more so, I ran it in December, ran it this month. So, like, it was harder training when it got darker, it got yeah. a bit colder. Um, yeah, light was going worse. So doing that and committing to that and, like, day by day getting better and then running it and doing it, I said a lot. Like, it didn't feel as hard as last year physically during the race because of the way I prepared for it. But getting myself to that spot and then doing it and then smiling at the finish line and having those throbbing aching legs being like holy shit like just ran a marathon i'm never i would never get tired of that yeah. ability to say to yourself just run a marathon like it's the sickest thing uh, yeah i don't know You're for me super tough. for me it's like my drug in terms of like that feeling that you can go and do yeah, that thing i can see it in your eyes right now <laughs> so a bit more of a, a physical thing but yeah, I can't... It's also I, a big mental thing yeah, to mentally, do that. Yeah, I, I, Preparing lot. and then running it itself. Yeah. And then also letting that sink in after. Yeah, it's taken a little bit. It's a couple of weeks out now from that. And I feel... I still need... To, I think it's a perfect time to look back and be like... Yeah. That was fucking hard, but I did it, you know? Very proud of you. Thank you. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, you going to so, do it again? Am I going to do it again? Yeah. Oh, um, I think... Um, yes, I just... I just. <laughs> I think I need to sit down. Basically, I've got a couple of weeks home at home after this um, for the holiday period. And that's, like, my time to sit down and think about what are my uh, objectives at 23? What do okay. I want to do? Where do I want to go? So I think it's going to hopefully all manifest itself from there. But okay. yeah, we'll see. Definitely want to do some more hard things, though. What about you? It's funny because the first question... The answer to my first question... It's going to be similar to the one that I'm going to say now, because it's the same thing that made me hopeful was also the hardest part this year. And that is saying bye, goodbye to people, saying goodbye to people who sticked around for years and who've been my closest friends, saying goodbye to a relationship and just admitting that you change, people change, relationships in terms of friendship and romantic growth change your needs change your your dreams change your everything I don't do well with adjusting to anything not even little plans and certainly not with big things so um adjusting to or admitting that something is not good for me anymore and that not only going through that phase of accepting it but also um yeah same same as the first answer, saying goodbye to people and also saying goodbye to a vision that I had of my life um, and how it's going to be next year and the next three years because I had all that planned out quite well and saying goodbye to all those things even though it brought me closer to myself and all that, I know but it was also just so many goodbyes and there's so much grief and so much sadness um so that's the hardest thing i think i know that it's a good thing but still it's the hardest it's a yeah i like it's i mean different mental mental versus physical but the pleasure versus pain 
sort of equation when you're running a marathon or running a race or you're like biking 100k or whatever there is that balance there's a real real tipping point between this is very difficult holy shit this is amazing this is very difficult yes. you know like it's a balance and i think for you at least the way i understand what you just said oh my God, that yes. ability to like see friends go and be this is really shit but they'll also be like I can see something that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. And I'm feel hopeful about it. I think they have to like they have to come together, right? Yeah. Otherwise they don't create that the ability to create that moment where you feel this is this is important to me and this is an area of growth. You need both to grow. You can't just have the good yeah. without the bad. And the suffering throughout a certain experience, both sports and life. They're yeah. They're connected to or whenever we do sport, whenever you go do your mar- marathon, whenever I go climb a mountain, by bike. Um, Which she has done, by the way, regularly. I'm saying she is in you, climbing the bike, climbing the mar- mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did climb a mountain. No, not a mountain. But Casual. Okay, whatever. <laughs> climb the mountain. What I mean. <laughs> Stop it. Um, what I mean is the, what you said, the pleasure, the knowing or deciding that you've got to do a certain thing even though it's going to hurt and it's going to you're going to suffer you know all that but you're still doing it for the sake of it or for yourself or whatever reason yeah that is very connected you're right yeah the suffering's right. what makes it worthwhile is it i don't know <laughs> i think so yeah yeah it does probably i think so no it's, mean... it's almost always worth it no, I'm not saying it's always worth it, but almost always. But I think on the flip side of that, you go through it and you're always better and more resilient from having gone through it. Yeah. And but you then... can say that it wasn't worth it or wasn't like, you know, it might not have been the best, it might not have been the situation that you thought was right for you. Oh, yeah. But it can only be what was meant for you. What I mean is you can almost always take a decision back if it doesn't feel right in the end. Not everything, but... If you go out on your bike because you think it's going to do you good and it doesn't feel good after an hour and you feel shit, you don't have to pull through. That's what I mean. You can also be like, okay, I do suffer a lot right now and it's too much and I don't want to take it. You can go home. You can also just turn around and go home. Yeah. Although, never give up on a run in the first mile or the first 10 minutes of doing something. Is that a rule? Yeah. Because I've many times I've gone for a run in the first kilometers like yeah. why am i doing this this is a stupid idea i want to go back to bed and you know what you carry on and in 5k you're like this is incredible yeah. i feel great you know and yeah. there's a physical reason for that like yeah. endorphins kicking in whatever but i always think it's like yeah i don't know if that's separate to what you're saying but you can I'm saying it can be toxic sure. to push yourself through yeah. you're allowed to go home that's okay but m- most of the times what you're saying yeah push through see what's on the other side Okay, shall we get to our secret yeah, surprise questions? Yeah, this is the secret questions? Santa questions now. Do you want me to start? Because I answered the last one. Yeah. Uh, you seem very excited. You've got your little book. I've got a um, book, yeah, because we, we record this on my phone, so I have to have a book. It makes yeah, it's me look cute. More, it looks very... It makes me look more thoughtful, but actually... <laughs> but you seem very excited. Okay. The way you're holding it, it's like, oh, I want to ask you this question. I'm going to ask you the first question because I feel like I've been given the first answers and I'd love to hear from you about okay. this one first. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. This is a safe space <laughs> and also a public space. 
Okay. Which of your personality traits has been most useful to you this year? What? It's a hard question, young man. That's the point, young woman. Okay, okay, I've got one. Do you have some personality traits that you're thinking of? When you say I've got that? one. Yeah? I can be very decisive. I've made most of my decisions, big decisions, based on what I feel. And based on my emotions, based on my intuition, my whole life. Because if I wouldn't, my body would react to it. I, I'd feel sick. If I would ignore that, I, I, that, that just wouldn't be good. So I think I'm quite good at making decisions, um, trusting myself, what I feel, what I need to do. I almost always have a, a feeling, a kind of a feeling inside of myself, knowing the answer, but it takes me sometimes to actually pursue it. That can be months sometimes. But I think in the end, I'm very good at that. And I've, because of that, I've made some really great decisions for myself, whether that's job or uni, friendships, family, relationship, everything. And I'm quite proud of that. And I think especially this year, um, that was very helpful. And sometimes I lost my, my trust in myself at some points maybe, but I always regained it. And I always knew that inside I know what's wrong and what's right for me. And I was able to pursue that. And um, I think that was the most helpful thing. <laughs> That's a nice answer. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, for me, I see it, I see it a lot. Because sometimes, like, that indecision on small things and what, you know, it can be easy to be like, oh, I don't know what time I want to, like, go meet yeah. up or whatever, like, tiny things. But in the important moments, yeah. you know what the things that you have a chance to have a gut instinct for, like you said, I think that's kind of part and parcel, right? Like, your gut instincts, if you listen to it, yeah. you know, you would already know the answer. Yeah. And I think we as a society, we have unlearned that. I think we all got that. We're all able to listen to our gut feeling where we're just trained not to. And to make decisions based on, I don't know, money or stuff like that. Or other people's dreams. But deep down, we all have that. And we just have to learn again how to handle it. I'm quite convinced. What do you think makes it hard for us to listen to our guidance thing? School is maybe the first place when you grow up. Um, I mean, family can be uh, a, a big point where your parents will not believe in you or make yourself believe in yourself. Um, that can be the first place. And then also just, I think school can be a big part of that and learning culture. <laughs> Um, of not trusting yourself. Do you mean the types of things we're learning, at least in the Western world, or are you talking about how we're being taught? Because for me, I, when I maybe just play it back to you, when I hear you say that, I think about we have to, at least you know where we are, Germany, the UK, like the Western world, developed world, a lot of the um, metrics that we're measured against is how can you retain information and play it back to someone 
on how can you be successful to be successful you get a grade which is based on you yeah revising the same information learned information and then writing it back down again and getting a grade based on that rather than maybe be more you know we're not putting as much emphasis on arts and literature and getting to know yourself yeah getting to know yourself we're not talking about um psychology or these like these topics learning them as an early age yeah and then people like me and you have to go away and figure that out yeah ourselves yeah later but actually maybe if we'd had that i'm not you know the brain develops at different rates so maybe we wouldn't have it when we're younger but i don't know i kind of feel like like you said it's pretty primal to have a gut instinct but listening to it is almost taken away from you in, in the middling years and you have to get you have to find yeah. a way back to it yeah some people never they just ignore it for years yeah trust your gut trust your gut I like it um oh I've got another one for you you ready another one yeah let's go what title would you give this chapter in your life what title would you give this chapter chapter meaning 2022 um, I think I would call it practice what you preach because I feel like this has been a year when I've really had to sit down and be sort of okay with what I'm um, figuring out about myself, about others, about my expect- about my objectives, my expectations for life, my, my situation, you know, letting go of expectations, but also finding new ones, for example. And really a lot of the, the COVID bubble that we all existed in, it made that time feel like it stretched for <laughs> forever, you know, like when we're in isolation. And 2022 has been kind of the first moment when I've actually had a minute to sit back and experience life in more of a quote unquote normal way. You know, we can travel to new places. It feels like it's a bigger world again um, for those of us that are lucky enough to travel. And that has made it feel like, right, now you've got to actually get on and do it. You've got to be about it. Um, you you got to go out there and like figure it out um, and so for me I feel like I'm happy where I'm going with it but I, like I feel like it's a it's, it's opening that page to like right you got to now start learning these behaviors uh, start practicing these behaviors rather than just talking about them even though I'm talking right now about the behaviors so you feel like this is a very different chapter to the ones before and also to the ones coming up next I think so it's like a stage in between yeah it's kind of what i was saying when you asked me the question about what might what makes me hopeful from this year and i think they're tied together where that practice what you preach is based around being hopeful that now you're starting to do things like a podcast which make it more about what you wanted to achieve and what you want to achieve in the future sounds like an exciting chapter it's exciting yeah i think it's been you know not without its troubles for sure like you said that you can't have it can't always be good it can't always be bad it's always it's always like the balance of those two extremities, but I think it's exciting. Overall, on balance, exciting, yeah. Do you think you are now able to say that and look at it in a hopeful way because it's the end of the year, it's the end of the chapter, but would you have been able to say the same when you're like, let's say August or July or when you're right in, in that whole process of... No, I think it's always easier to see it in retrospect, isn't it? Which is why, like, this sort of conversation is really good, like, to, to <laughs> recap and to remind yourself. I think, at the, I think as I said, the chapter called, called Practice What You Preach is, it shows me that I've, that whole entire journey I've been on has been about that. So, like, I feel that I've been doing that during this year, mm-hmm. but I might not have realised I was doing it mm-hmm. until I got to this point. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a great question. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay, flipping it back on you. Oh dear. You're not getting away with this. I'm scared. <laughs> so scared. You've got a chance to start the year over. Do you take it? If so, why? If not, why not? The whole year? Yeah. Or just certain things? No, the whole year. Got to do a redo. No redo. No redo. Mm, no no regrets as hard as it was um i did the right things and i wouldn't want to go through it again (laughs) certainly not but still i don't regret it wouldn't want to do a redo i don't regret the decisions i've made i don't regret the things that i've done i don't regret leaving people behind I like so you don't want to live through it again but you don't regret their experiences yeah exactly I think that's my summary for that yeah I feel like it's similar to what you said it's like a in between stage of where you kind of rearrange not only yourself but your whole life your perspectives it's a rearrange yeah (laughs) because what was before wasn't good anymore and I don't want things to continue like that for not only the next year, but the future. So this year was like rearranging and finding out what I want and need. And then, so it's tough, but no, we do. Thank you. Okay. I don't, I wouldn't judge any answer you gave, but I'm kind of like glad that you gave that. Cause I feel like I would have said the same thing for you. Yeah. Like it's been, been shit, but for good reasons. Exactly. For the right reasons. For yeah. You. And it can only get better, right? Things don't what it never always gets worse. <laughs> That's what you need to know. <laughs> this is not called the the optimistic podcast. Well, I am optimistic. <laughs> you are quite optimistic. I am very You're much. Very, yeah. I describe myself as an optimist for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for the answer. Right. Right. You're up next. True. That's how it works, isn't it? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Maybe that one's going to be a little easier, I'm not sure. I can make it complicated. But <laughs> because you're an overthinker. Because I'm massively an overthinker. Um, well, this is fun. You know what? This is great fun. Me too, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> when, this year, did you feel lucky to be you? Lucky to be me? I think in the summer, I think, um, like I said... In 2020 and 21, like obviously we've had a huge amount of challenges with COVID and like being in our own spaces and not being able to do the things that we were thought was normal. Um, but in the summer, I was super lucky. I was able to go away um, for a couple of weeks actually with my family um, and have a proper like foreign vacation and stuff. And I think because where did you go the, to? We went to Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that time that we just gone through and. Because I think it, all, of all that reflectivity that we spoke about, the fact that you can get on a plane, go to Italy, you know, be with your family. My, um, sadly, my middle brother wasn't there because he's, uh, he's very busy with his job during the summer. He's got a lot going on um, and he couldn't travel with us. But four out of five of us are there. And like those two weeks that we didn't, you know, you don't always get on 100% of the time and there's always like family issues yeah. and dramas as we know um especially now we're adults when we want our own independence and yeah. we want our own time <laughs> but 
absolutely, you know, love my family to bits, love my parents to bits, and the ability to have that connection with them. Um, I'm not laughing about what I said, I'm just laughing that Evie's going to cry again. Um, <laughs> the ability to have that, like, just personal space to just go away and, like, spend time with them. Especially after, I don't know how much you've seen them during COVID. Yeah, and obviously, like, I live away, which is my choice, yeah. and it's my preference to live here and to do this. So- doesn't mean that you don't miss them right so no um but i think just having a loving family having that space and having that connection and just being able to go and be present with them and put everything to one side and be like right we go and have these experiences you know um yeah for me that that time period is special and i'm really i'm really happy for that great memories yeah definitely nice sounds lovely yeah i've got to ask you a question now (laughs) What are three things that you are grateful for or most grateful for this year? It just really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. That's why we're doing it. I know. It's intense. It is intense. Okay. Three things that I am most grateful for this year. One, the support that I got through family and friends. Mostly new friends, but also a couple of old friends that have to put up with me basically crying and mood switching every 10 minutes and the people who are still sticking around and still answer the phone when I phone them. (laughs) They haven't blocked you yet. (laughs) They haven't blocked me yet. People who not only there to listen but to really support me and have my back and sometimes know me better than I do know myself, who also trust me enough to make my own decisions and make the right decisions. That's one of the things, like family and friends. I was never that much aware of how many great people I have in my life than this year. And I would have not, I literally would have not done it, any of that without these people, including you. It really made some of my dreams not only come true, not, some of them came true, like doing this, this project now has always been something that I was keen on doing and I always wanted to, but I was like too shy and I was like, oh, I didn't think, there wasn't the right person, so here you are. Um, but also think about the future. I've always had certain dreams or visions of my, how my life could look like. And <clears throat> yeah, without the people, I would have not been able to see them and maybe pull through (laughs) talk about that next year um (laughs) spoiler so that's the first thing second and that's not really separate from that but is the work surroundings the work the colleagues the bosses that I have how much they believe in me how much they support me really gets me excited every every time I'm there there's not been one day this year where I didn't want to go to work and I think I feel I am very lucky to say that they are not only workmates they're friends they're people who I really enjoy hanging out with and who got very close to me they not only believe me believe in me from from my day-to-day life things but also career-wise they like things that I don't really even see for myself they already believe in I'm like what (laughs) for real and because I think most of my friends are not involved in that whole history um uni stuff and 
that's a very like yeah having those people in my life that's amazing the third thing is can i say four things sounds amazing you want your podcast i've got some things on the line for next year that are fucking sick and that i as a student and coming from a not very rich family a very normal family we or i would have never been able to afford those things coming up next year. And I'm super duper excited and thankful because it all comes down to people looking at the stuff that I'm doing every day, <laughs> posting this around me with Taylor Swift, but they kind of seem to stick around and like it. And yeah, the partnerships that I have with brands, people who believed in me and liked my vision and um, think I'm a good match because of who I am and make me do all these things. Basically, ride bikes every day, not every day, but whenever I want to. Um, that's fucking sick. That's just really, that's a dream. And I'm very thankful. I know that's not normal. And I really appreciate that. And I want to continue. <laughs> um, okay, and then the fourth thing, I'm going to make this quick, but it's... I'm not going to pin it down to one person or anything, but this year also something happened where it's it's rough, but it also made me reconnect with my Scottish side and made me actually believe, believe that I can pursue my dream of maybe living in the UK anytime soon because I want to do that when, when I got out of school. I want to do that after my internship. I want to do that after I finish work. I want to do that when I got to uni. And I never did it. Because I always had doubts that I would manage. That topic has never been so present as it is now. It's it's literally in my mind every day. And I think about every day. What's next year going to look like? Where am I going to be this time of next 2023? And that is because certain people made me feel like I am home um, in the UK and were very helpful with me being able to reconnect with that side of me and I'm very thankful for that as well. Full stop. Full stop. <laughs> yeah, nice. I think yeah, so three, four is cool, five, six, whatever. These are massive things. Like, yeah. I really am very, very lucky to have so many things in my life that make me feel grateful. Um, and that make me enjoy this life and made me, make me enjoy everything that I'm doing basically. My hobbies, my work, my free time, hopefully my future. So that, that's crazy. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Speaking about really makes you feel so more content and happy for what you have and yeah. where you're at. That's why it's like... good to be introspective because I know it's like, oh, it's big and scary and you have to, like, there's so much you can do that means you yeah. can, oh, like, I don't want to do that because... I'm going to have to confront things. Yeah. But, yeah, then you also get to confront cool things as well. Yeah. Things that make you feel grateful. But it's easier doing it with you than by myself. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what I'm here for. (laughs) To make it easier. When and where did you feel most yourself this year? We went to Austria in September to run Adidas Infinite Trails. I say run. It's literally like climbing three mountains. It's quite tough. It's a lot of walking, a lot of hiking. Um, but that is 
the physically I think the hardest thing I've done like ever um but the people that I did it with um some of my closest friends and colleagues from work as well what I had to do which was me being by myself for that entire thing but pushing through it seeing how incredible you know like nature can be basically being in a race like a running race but being halfway up a mountain and turning around and stopping in my tracks because it was really hard and my legs hurt and turning around and be like what the hell like looking at a view and you're like this is incredible this is absolutely yeah. incredible um, and it wasn't Scotland it was in Austria like I said but the, the kind of all the flowers were purple and the landscape was kind of and it, it kind of felt like it looked like what I imagine Scotland to look like as well but just that sheer epicness like the epic nature of that like really grabs me the people that are volunteering the people that are helping on the course like throughout this entire course everyone that's running you're not competing against anyone you're like running it with people so stopping and having chats to random strangers you know like speaking in speaking in broken German at aid stations like get the right <laughs> snack you want you know um and having that connection to people and to where you are and to place but doing at the same time doing the thing that physically you think you might not be able to do and I, I remember like I was texting one of my best friends the night before being like there's no way I can do this I'm absolutely like this is, I'm freaking out like there's no way um and she was saying the same thing she was like you'll be fine like you'll be okay like what i said earlier yeah about friends being like no what are you worried about yeah but having that self-doubt and yeah. then the next day doing showing up doing it pushing through all these abilities like these these hurdles like literal hurdles and then i had a quiet moment when i sat down at the end of it just me myself this wooden medal um and an alcohol-free beer shout out german and austrian events by the way <laughs> earning an alcohol-free beer <laughs> It's like the best thing to get at the end of a race. <laughs> Big up. Um, and yeah, that was a moment where I just sat still. I'm like, that's crazy. This feels like the sort of thing that I want to be doing yeah. with my life. I hope you were proud of yourself. I was really proud of myself. Kid. So yeah, that's You were why. in your zen zone. That's where I felt like, yeah, because it wasn't that sitting down, you know, being calm. Not It was the struggle. It was the... Um, the overcoming the thing but also doing it in a place and in an environment that felt very much like this is what I'm yeah. I'm good at this you know yeah. and not that you need to win the thing to be good at it just yeah. showing up and doing it is being good at it yeah. so yeah I was happy with that nice so we're wishing you happy holidays however you get to spend it don't pressure yourself in anything if you're going to enjoy it enjoy all of it if you don't enjoy it You'll get through it. Um, yeah. Get some snacks. Get some snacks. Right. A hundred percent. This is a time of year for snacks, if nothing else. Yeah. What else? Anything else you want to add? No, just thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Oh, stumble yeah. our way through these first episodes where <laughs> we have been having, if you can't tell, the best time. But yeah, it's very <laughs> new and very exciting and very scary. But we yeah. appreciate every single one of you that's taken oh, the time definitely. to listen. Thank you very much. In this time of reflection. <laughs> Listening to us silly billies living our lives. Yeah. There's a couple of silly billies living our lives. We should rename that. Ah, oh, do you want a cheer? have to. Oh, sorry. Christmas cheer, With mulled right? wine. Mulled wine, seasonal cheers. Oh, China. <laughs> Clink of China. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.